kind of like spiced ginger biscuits. So. Ah, but, but in a more... There's almonds, actually. In a more Dutchy sort of way. Yeah, well, there's kind of like little pictures of... Oh, no. oh. do I have to go, I like gold! <laughs> the pictures are a bit shit, but there's pictures. What is the picture of? Oh, oh just two people, one... They're... Oh, they're, they're, being, they're holding hands and being nice. Two people, yeah, probably... Uh, Jan and Hans. <laughs> <laughs> That's who they are. <laughs> Little bit of stereotyping. Hang on, I'm going to take a photo of this. Just so people know what we're talking about. I'm going to post it. No, it's not stereotyping. On Facebook? Um, they're genuine names. Genuine names? Yeah, that's what I mean. And um, Walter. 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 Oh. Ach, yeah. And they all love gold. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Masha. Hello, Faja. With the Masha and the Faja. Could really taste that half a star of health ready. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And on that note, while my mouth is full, warm to the river of Mara and Pelka. Yay! No. Sorry. We're having coffee and coffee and cookies. Mm. So welcome to the super fun, awesome, happy time pedal show podcast. Welcome along. My name's Gabor. Hello, I'm Alex, and a mouthful of biscuit. And um, yeah, they're good. They're tasty, aren't they? Yeah. So tell us more about these. What are these? They're called speculas, and they're um tasty. And they're a Dutch treat. Yeah. For people who are like oh! <laughs> <laughs> from the old country. Ah. Oh. Yeah, my grandparents used to have these when they were kids. From the land of Hull. Oh, yeah. Nederland. What's a hole? Um, it's probably some sort of thing you put... Is peasant, it like a hole? I think it's something you put peasants in. Ah! Oh, gypsies. Gypsies. <laughs> peasant gypsies. <laughs> those, pe those Dutch peasant gypsies. <laughs> I know. They're the worst. So, welcome to the first podcast. Oh, actually, well, technically second podcast. Oh, yeah. Of 2021, but first podcast recorded. In the year 2021. Uh, after the thrilling, thrilling... Potties. Potties of 2020. Um, who, who would have seen it coming? Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't realise these aren't going live. No. It's not live. So no. We do pre-record this just to spoil the magic. Yes. Yes. TV magic is spoiled. Oh, um, so how was your Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff, um, Alex? Oh, while wow. I'm eating the speculatum or whatever it's called. Speculus. It was um, it was good but long and tiring. We had both sides of um, my girlfriend's family and my family here at our place for Christmas. And that, so there's about 20 people, I think, 18, 20, something. It's a lot. Yeah, lots of relatives. <sighs> well, it's not what Christmas is about. Knowing why you hate your family so much. <laughs> no, why you haven't seen them for a year. <laughs> yeah, um... A little bit like No, it's all good. It's just a lot of them. And um, so they, they kind of came in waves too. Like we had sort of maybe only Christmas day and afternoon that everyone was here at once. Because um, other groups and people like couples would go and do like the other sides of the family thing and uh, come and go. And um, and only my sister and her my brother-in-law and their kids stayed at our house. The others had got a common stay with other family close by so we didn't have to 
house everyone so that was lucky and then um then I did some massive gigs over New Year's Eve and a couple of days after that as well oh yeah some little festivals um like New Year's Eve gig that was probably that was three three days work on site for the festival like we built the show the stage and the lighting rigs on the day before on the 30th and built PA but it I don't know if you remember it was raining so there's like swampy water inside the tent, inside the marquee for the stage. I was in a really nice restaurant. It was almost almost a little bit cool with the air conditioning at times. Oh, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I trashed trash two pairs of shoes on that gig. <laughs> two pairs of shoes? Mm. And um, lucky one were a pair of brown Converse, so it's, it's cool. They're just more brown, like double brown. Wow. Mm, good story, huh? And then, yeah, like there's like 14 hours of music on New Year's Eve day. So that's a massive day. And then... 14 hours? Screw that. Yeah. And then um, New Year's Day afternoon, we came and pulled it all down for about four or five hours, packed up. And then there's like a d full day after that. Oh, there's another festival after that on the second. And that was another like 10 hours of music. Well, backline and lighting, and then yeah, there's a whole day of cleaning gear and getting mud off shite. Well, I packed my car up on my <laughs> New Year's Eve gig at probably about three in the afternoon, New Year's Eve day, mm. New Year's Eve day, and then I drove to my gig and then uh, parked just right outside at the resort there. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> at the resort, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did have to do two trips. Two trips. Because I, I brought a bigger PA because, you know, it was just not just me solo, but so it was yeah, a trio yeah, as well. Yeah, two trips from the car port. Two trips from the car, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, did, I did actually have to move my car afterwards. Oh, I had to move to a car park that was a little bit further away. That's inconvenient. <laughs> um, we had two van loads. <laughs> and then I set, up, uh, I set up, and then I did my first gig was a solo gig from 5 to 8.30. From 5 to 8, sorry, 5 to 8. And then uh, 8 till 8.30, I rearranged a few things for the trio, because it was a trio. Mm. And um, set up and then played 8.30 till about 1. Oh, yeah. With breaks. That's a pretty long gig, though. Well, it was a long gig. But we had breaks. And, yeah, and, um, and uh, it was funny, we got our dinners. And mm. it's this place called Locale in Noosa. Well, I used to play a lot before COVID, and I don't at the moment, um, but probably will again soonish. But anyway, oh, cool. Um, uh, and there's like a it's a it's a restaurant, and then you kind of go outside in the back. So if you want to go to like for example the toilet and stuff like that, you kind of have to go out of the restaurant, and then there's a door. Is it's almost like a lobby kind of area there, and there's a door where you go to the car park, and there's a table and a place to sit, and then there's a corridor, and then you go to the to, to the bathrooms there. Um, and usually, when we eat, because the restaurant is full, and especially now during COVID, hmm. we go out there and sit out there on it. There's like a bigger table sort of there. And we went out, and we sat there and started eating. And we got these massive plates of food, like massive. We even I, I eat a lot, and even I could barely finish it. But it was also a really lovely Italian restaurant. Great food. The food is fantastic. Anyway, it was a massive plate. We had these chicken yeah. mignons, and we had maybe each of us had like four of them or something like that. Yeah. And this big salad and all this stuff. Anyway, and people kind of walked out 
to the bathrooms and they kind of looked at us and go, we only got one of those in our dinners here. (laughs) (laughs) So they paid, I don't know, it was not cheap. It's not a cheap place. Yeah. They paid a few hundred dollars for the the dinners. Yeah. And so they got, we got... (laughs) They got one of these chicken mignons for their main. I guess they had an entree and a dessert as well. Sure, yeah. But they got one of these chicken mignons with a little bit of salad, and we had four or five each. <laughs> <laughs> and people looked at us going, why do you get so much food? Um, yeah, and then I, we finished at one, so I got home about two. Oh, yeah. um, and then the next day I didn't do anything, and I didn't have any gigs for oh. a couple of days, so it was good. Actually, just reminded me of the food situation on um, my New Year's Eve gig. So um, one of the bands had their own sound guy that came, walked in, and did their mix. Then the um, fancy, yeah. So I had a chance to go and we, there was like a couple of food trucks at this festival, and um, one of them was a uh, wood-fired pizza thing. So we uh-huh. we kind of pulled the lighting guy myself. We had a few pizzas over the night and shared a couple and had one each. And yeah. So just kind of grazed. And like, oh, I'll go get some more pizza while this guy's doing the set. I got him going. Anyway, so there's the pizza place ne- right next to a um, the Hare Krishna uh, uh, food truck, which yeah. is um, that's an international thing, is it? Hare Krishna, yeah, yeah, of course. Like a uh, veg- vegetarian curry. It's usually really good food. Yeah, it's good. And they often have these weird people, but weird, good food. Weird <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Lovely but weird people yeah. working there. And yeah. you always submit festivals and this, you know, like yeah. coffee and curries and things, and the. Um, so I'm waiting for my piece to be ready. And um, myself and this other guy started talking to one of the Hare Krishna guys. He's like, oh, we, we usually, this time of year, we're usually at Woodford, which is, Woodford's a massive festival. Big festival, it's, yeah, yeah. It's usually um, on Christmas, New Year's, but it's not this year because of COVID. But um, it's like a... It's, what, it's, it's like big. A, it's quite a big festival like now. 100,000 people or something? Oh, more than that, I think. It's, it's massive. It's, it's over a week, basically. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a huge sort of. It's called a folk festival, but it's not a folk festival. It's, yeah, it's become a music of all types. Just really. a general music festival over at New Year's Eve. So the- I played it a few times. It's a great place. Mm, I really yeah, like. Cool. I like. Not happy with the parking situation now cause, since it's gotten so big. But other than that, yeah. it's a great. Anyway, back to your story. So the um, oh the Harry Krishna guys like, yeah, usually he's so dopey. He's like oh, usually we're uh, you know, at Woodford this year, and there's usually like twenty five of us working on the. Uh, just, just making like there's a few of us just making the kofta balls. We can't, we can't get the balls out fast enough. <laughs> and I'm like, oh really? <laughs> so, so do you People have like to, his balls? Do you uh, like just sort of like need a few of you to handle the balls? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is you usually like I get like sore arm from just like tossing the balls out so fast. <laughs> <that> I, <laughs> <laughs> often have to use my left hand because then I get like RS. I'm like, oh, you don't need that. And he's like, yeah, this, you just can't get. <laughs> and it kept going on and on. I kept baiting him with these lines, and we just killing ourselves trying not to laugh in his face, and didn't get any of it. That's all over his, over his head, which is the best bit. Yeah. Well, they usually, I mean, <laughs> kept going on. They're, they're quirky people usually. Mm. It's a sad. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, Woodford is a cool festival. I usually like going there. Lots of good food. Lots of different. Music, lots yeah. of world music as well, which is what I usually go and see when I go yeah. there. And, yep. Um, it's a yeah, shame that wasn't on. Hmm. Uh, but I did, when did we go? Maybe two years ago or three years ago? And I, it's too big now, I think. It's gotten too it's, big. It's huge, yeah. And it's, it's um, you know, you have to line up. 
you go and park miles away from the festival yeah. now because what used to be the parking is now extra tent areas, like camping oh. areas. And you park miles away and then you have to stand in line for ages to wait for the bus to come to take you to oh, the yeah, festival. That's right, the shuttle bus. Yeah. And it's just, I didn't like it. I, mm. I just got a bit over it because I think it's gotten too big. It, it was nice back in the days when you park and even if you park for a bit further away, but, you know, and it, you, you don't have to lug all your stuff with you. So we used to have an esky in the car mm. and have a couple of bottles of cold water and stuff in it and some food and, yeah. or some, you know, and then once you've finished your bottle of water, because it's, it's quite a big festival, mm. you walk back out to the car and get the next bottle or, you know, take stuff back. Or The thing there is quite often, Woodford, my experience of Woodford, it's either ridiculously hot and dry yep. or freezing cold and raining. That's the two options. There. And it goes oh, from one to the other. I've had both in one day. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It goes from one to the other very quickly sometimes. Yep. Where you go from this kind of... Because um, it's out sort of in the middle of nowhere... Uh, in a place called Woodford, and yeah. and it goes from this very dry kind of dust everywhere, mm. and stinking hot, to literally within five minutes, all of a sudden it rains, it's freezing cold and mud everywhere, yeah. uh, and that's what I mean. Like then you can go quickly, you know, you know, you can see the clouds coming, you can see the rain coming, you quickly go to the car and get organized. Sure. But like now you can't because you go out, you got to wait for an hour and a half for the bus to go back to your car. Yeah, sure. To get the staff to wait another hour and a half to come back. Um, so, we, yeah, we weren't very happy with it. But anyway. Aww. But it's a cool festival. Yeah. we. Um, I met Colin Hay there. Oh, cool. Mm. He's great. He was really cool. Um, one year, I was, I was hanging out with a mate's girlfriend. <clears throat> and um, only because he was playing a show. And then mm-hmm. we were just killing time in the afternoon. They had to go put their gear back in the lock-up or something. And um, we were wandering around. And this, yes... After the storm hit in the middle of the afternoon, and just belted down. So we ran for the first tent, the first stage we could find, yeah. which had to be a circus tent. Uh-huh. And so did a lot of other people. And they're just about to start a circus show. Uh-huh. So everyone sort of piles in. And then uh, there's an older couple sitting next to us, um, quite straight couple. Yeah. And it turns out to wasn't be... wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and um, it turned out to be a burlesque show burlesque circus oh. and they didn't last very long in the tent they f- realised it wasn't that weird after all and left yeah. pretty quick <laughs> well that's it was, actually, it was actually really impressive like that's one of the things I find I really stuff. like about Woodford is that yeah. there's Woodford is one of those things where there's I don't know 20 stages yeah or something like that and they're all in different tents all over this kind of big mm. area but that's the thing you walk around and the weather is so unpredictable there in some ways mm. so you walk around and all of a sudden it starts raining and you kind of go, well, what do we do? We, and you just quickly go into whatever the next tent is. Yeah. And I've done it heaps of times, and I've seen so many cool mm. acts. That I, would, like, I went, uh, once we went into this tent, and it was this bluegrass band. Yeah. And I wouldn't usually go out of my way to go and watch a bluegrass band, but they were so good. And they were young dudes as well. Um, younger, young, uh, A couple of younger guys and a girl, a younger okay. girl. Uh, I think she played double bass, the girl, right. possibly. But they were all doing the thing, you know, around one microphone. Oh, cool, yep. And then stepping in and moving away. Yeah. And singing, I don't know, three, four-part harmonies. And, and it was really, really good. And I would have never seen it if mm. I wouldn't have, if it wouldn't have started raining and you just kind of run into the first tent. Yeah, I've done one or two sh- shows with um, on festivals where there's, uh, what are they call the Bluegrass Band from Melbourne, and they're all young guys. And they're all gun players. Um, not Doc. It's not the Davison Brothers, it's the other one. 
Docs. There's a band called Doc, D-O-C-H. Yeah. And they're sort of a kind of a world music-y kind of all over the place band with some killer players. And they're all young music college guys from Melbourne. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, I don't know if they're still around, but check D-O-C-H. And they did a few gigs called the Doc Orchestra. And they had Mm. a full-on like string orchestra and... It's yeah, kind well. of like gypsy ensemble music. Ah. They were really cool. Yeah, good ass. Okay, cool. DOCH. Check it out. So what, it wasn't them. No, um, I've gone completely blank. Um, I'll Google it. Google it. Um, yeah, I've seen some great... I mean, I saw... Again, another one I saw... What was his name? I forgot his name. But he's quite well known. But I wouldn't have gone to see him. But um, he's this guy who plays this... I think it's called a Mahavina. Mm-hmm. He's this... I think American blues guy, but he plays sort of Indian stuff. And he was in India at the same time as George Harrison was there. Yeah, right. And he became friends with George Harrison. What's his name? I forgot. But anyway, I, I it was another one of those things. It just I went into a tent because I just, what do you do? Um, exactly. And this guy was playing. And again, I, I'd be the last guy to go and watch a solo blues performer. I mean, definitely the last guy. <laughs> but this dude had a... Um, had this, I think it's called a Mahavina, and it's a, it looks like a jazz guitar, like a hollow body jazz guitar, hmm. with a sitar neck on it. Oh, wow. And he played sort of bluesy stuff, but with Indian kind of influences in it. And he and he was telling stories about how he him and George Harrison became friends hmm. in India, when they were both in India, because they were sure. both in India at the same time. What was his name? I'm going to look it up as well. I think it's a Mahavina, I think oh, it's called. Mustard Courage is the band I was thinking of. Okay. No, I never heard of it. Yeah. Um, and, but the Davison Brothers are killer too, if you ever see okay. them play. Um, what was his name? Um, guitar. Uh, I mean, this is... Actually, one um, show I saw at Blues Fest in Byron Bay... Um, which is a big international blues festival in Byron Bay. Uh, it's usually this thing. on Easter. Yeah, wow. And what's the guy? The guy's name who plays it. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, that's a similar kind of festival where it's like big uh, marquee, big top tents, and you wander around stages. And again... Mohanvina. Sorry, not Mahavina. Mohanvina. Okay. And um, I saw... Um, Oh, what's his name? Oh, I've got blank too. Full of lunch and I can't think. What's that guy's name that did? Um, Harry Manx. Sorry, that's a guy. I saw. Oh, right, yeah. Harry cool. Manx. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. And he was telling stories about it. And it looks like a um, jazz guitar body with a sitar neck. And he was yeah. playing sort of bluesy stuff, but with some sort of Indian-sounding lines in it and that drone kind of stuff in the background. Yeah, cool. And telling stories about meeting George Harrison and befriending him and stuff like nice. that. Nice. Anyway, sorry, back to your thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so we saw Lyle Lovett do a show. Oh, yeah. Um, one afternoon at Blues Fest. It's in that kind of thing. Like, I, knew, I knew, like, a couple of his tunes. But, um, yeah, it was sort of rainy, so like, oh, let's go and see him because it's not rainy inside the tent. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. That's, that's funny, though, yeah. Yeah, it worked, worked really well. This canvas shows force field and, like, stops weather. It's yeah. really good. And Modern the, technology, yeah. <laughs> yeah, science happened. And then, um, you know, rain came in. But, yeah, he just basically had this bluegrass band, like, with gun players from Texas. Well, that's All, what he does, isn't it? That's, that's his thing. Yeah, but a lot of the album stuff's a bit more produced. And, okay. But, yeah, all around single mic. Just, yeah. just 
weapon players. Yeah, oh yeah, killer players. Effortless. So, you know when someone like can just look around, just shred and be super cool and casual? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they're yeah. good. They're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, it's fun. But yeah, the whole thing of um, sort of exp- that's I guess that's the the draw card for festivals like that is finding stuff you've never even heard of. Yeah. Well, that was a long talk about something that was in no way, shape, or form related to pedals in any way. So, yeah, that's what happened at Christmas. (laughs) And that was our Christmas and New Year's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so um, what have we... Okay, so today was our first Mm. day filming for the year. We did some... So we haven't been um, filming... We stopped filming a couple of weeks before Christmas. Yeah. And uh, now it's sort of... uh, few days before this podcast is coming out and uh this was our first day back filming uh, how, how how did it how did it feel was the magic back was everything the way it was meant to be sure why not sure why not <laughs> um that's no, good like i've been doing it for a few years now so it's it's pretty autopilot. Like riding a bike a bit yeah, yeah um we did do a new thing today we're starting a new thing maybe um, that may become something semi-regular yeah, regular or not but it, we need the help of you people to make it a regular thing yeah so what did we end up calling it? Q and A and stuff or something. No comments, questions, and stuff. And stuff. Comments, questions, and stuff. That's right. So when we look at comments that were left on any of the social medias or YouTube mm. or questions that were posed on YouTube or any of the social medias, and we answer them yes. in a hilarious way at times. <laughs> no, well we just you know. So if if there's yeah. anyone out there who has any questions or. Uh, uh, any comments or anything, you know, let us know. Uh, go to our social medias, go to, you know, comment on any anywhere you can comment where we see it. And, uh, you know, one of the videos or, you know, go to our, our group chat thing uh, 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 on Facebook. Uh, yeah, just for something new. So we did a bunch of, you know, looked at a bunch of comments and, you know, just, it was kind of more silly than... than some were silly, some were actually trying to help people. Yes. yes. Most weren't. No, um, it's been smart ass, um, really. Yes, yes, yes. But that's, that's the kind of stuff we do. What else did we do? We do. Uh, we looked at uh, more old boss pedals. Um, yeah. The, we, today um, I thought I do too. To kind of ease into it, you know, I thought let's not do anything. To you know where we have to be too focused in what we're doing, so we're just doing. Yeah. We're just kind of doing silly stuff that we wanted to do, so we did the old Turbo Overdrive by Boss. Uh, so what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's cool. It's Sits in that sort of OD kind of thing. OD. It's all in a name, in it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Delivers what it promises. It feels very, very much the same as the other yellow drives. Um, yes. Yeah, they're quite good. It has a nice bit of compression, which yeah. sometimes is lacking from Boss stuff. So I like. I like the overdrives. Yeah. That Boss makes. I like. I like the overdrives, and I like the metal drives mm. that Boss make. The distortions I'm a bit meh about. It's a bit fizzy, aren't they? Yeah. Two-dimensional, maybe? Um, but the... the In saying that, it depends on what amp you're running into as well. Because the DS1 mm. into... Like, for example, in my place, if I plug it into the Fender, if I plug into the any any of the amps, you kind of go meh. Then you plug it into the Marshall, and you kind of go, oh, okay, that's what it's meant to sound like. So it, it works differently in different amps. But... Mm. Um, they are quite good, but I still think for me the the yellow overdrives that Boss make to me are my more favourite side of things as opposed to the distortions. The metal drives I really like too, but 
Um, I like it. You're cool. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's an interesting pedal. Um, we also did the mystery fuzz. <laughs> mystery fuzz. Mystery fuzz. Should we so tell, tell them about it? Tell, tell them about the mystery fuzz. So this is like a, a sneak peek into an upcoming yeah. um, video. So I bought a pedal. I can't, can't remember what it was. Maybe three years ago? It's a while, yeah. I bought something and um, the seller threw in this blank fuzz pedal as a as a bonus thing obviously did you open it up is there anything uh, incriminating inside or i don't know if i've actually looked inside. <laughs> could be like a drug mule kind of deal yes but um <clears throat> maybe oblivious to the cocaine itself. did you have lots of people knock on your door going where's the stuff man <laughs> i heard you got a fuzz pedal <laughs> oh can i have a look at it uh <laughs> have you got the fuzz pedal man yeah so it's basically just like a fuzz pedal in a silver enclosure with no labels. That you call Dave. <laughs> I could, we didn't need a name, so I call it Dave. And um, it has two knobs, but there's no actual knobs on the pots. So it's just one's a volume and other does not much at all. And yeah, not, not much at all. It's fairly Velcro-y fuzz, isn't it? It's a cool sounding fuzz. It's a bit quiet. Yeah. The a bit louder of, would be nice. Not a lot of output. You cranked it and it's kind of just under unity. Yeah. And... Um, so it's this mystery box, and that's what it sounds like. Sounds like that acoustically. Huh. And, um, yeah, it just sort of we did this dumb video of this is a pedal you can't buy and you don't know what it is. Let's do a demo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, let's waste, waste everyone's time. Waste but that's what we do. That's the kind of stuff we do. Mm. And speaking of fuzz, we also did a shootout between the Fender Blender and the Foxy Tone Machine Tone yeah. Box. Box, Foxy Tone Box by Warm Audio. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Octave Fuzz, Reissues, kind of blah, blah, blah. Um, what were your thoughts on that, Alex? I definitely like the Foxy Tone Box better than the Fender Blenders. Fender Blender, I think in a video I said the Fender Blender is kind of angrier, has mm. had harder life, has been dumped lots, sort of bleak out, outlook in life. Cranky. Bit cr just, just cranky and... The, the Foxy Tone Box um, is, is also a bit cranky, but sort of cool cranky, smooth cranky. It's like Superfly cranky. <laughs> Superfly. You can tell Superfly because of the orange velvet. The orange velvet, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas the Fender Blender is that sort of just rough aluminium. Like he's sort of, yeah. he's gone through a lot. The Fender Blender is like a, the guy in New York who got mugged a few times, um, lives in a shitty little apartment. Whereas the guy, the, the Foxy Tone Box is like the guy lives in his, he sits in his sunken um, sunken living room. <laughs> yeah, in the Hollywood Hills. In the Hollywood Hills. But, yeah. uh, you know, everyone hates him. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> Still pretty fly. Pretty fly. Pretty fly from Foxy every, You know, when he guy. walks, there's a wah-wah always happening <laughs> yeah. in the background. <laughs> Whereas the guy, the Fender Blender guy, it's more yeah. like industrial kind of sound. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but they're cool. I mean, two yeah, kind cool. of aggressive octave fuzzes. Like, the octave fuzzer is a weird one because yeah. I love the tone, but I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Well, I wish on the Fender Blender that you could, like on the Fox, Foxy Tone Box, you could turn it off. The octave. The octave, yeah. 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 I didn't think it was that pronounced. It'd be a problem, though. Uh, it still is more pronounced. It's sort of in between. Yeah, off and on. Off and on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's sort of, it, it, it'd be nice to have it maybe more pronounced if you want it and less pronounced if you want it. But, I mean, it's a cool pedal. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, we did a shootout between those two. What else did we do? Uh, the little foot fuzz. Little JHS. Is it mini foot fuzz? Mini, I don't know. I it's yours. Oh, there's no name on it. It's a little it's orange thing with a foot on it. Orange. I mean orange. Purple. <laughs> purple thing with a foot on it. Yeah. If you're colorblind, it might be orange. If you're just blind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are cool. They kind of do that thing where it's like bridging between distortion and fuzz for me. Yeah. Like like fuzz for like a um, an idiot's guide to fuzz or yeah. fuzz for dummies. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And they're, they're cheap too. Like they're even brand new, they're cheap. And secondhand, they're cheaper. They don't take up much room. It's purple. With green knobs. With green knobs. And it has a foot on it. Yeah. Yeah. Has a kind of a, like a Joker vibe to it. Yeah, a little bit. Like the Joker. The Jokers. <clears throat> yeah. That's what it sounds what? like acoustic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful click. Uh, did we do another video? Uh, what was that? That, that. No, that's four, isn't it? That's the four we did. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's all the videos we did. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, good chats. Yeah, it's good, good, good talking. Good, very good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and the other thing, we've been doing some deals. We're going to do some swaps because I'm spring cleaning my life. You are. And you were going to sell, you fool, a Digitech death metal. Yeah. You don't sell a digital de di Digitech death metal. You're right. No one wants to buy that. You give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I actually this year so far I've bought or and or you've given me hmm. um <laughs> one two well two dig Digitech pedals well one was last year oh yeah yeah two Digitech pedals but I bought three DOD pedals wow Are this there year any left there's a lot left yeah really, well, really cheap gotten quite a stash now yeah but there's still quite a few left yeah really um i mean i'm we're talking all the 80s and all the 90s they made a lot of pedals yeah um so i bought um what did i buy i bought a um one of the uh, first series like 82 84 uh the phase oh with my, yeah the um with the two knobs cool which i didn't have um and i bought i, I bought okay because that's something, and I literally only bought it because of the video I want to make. But I bought uh, the Grunge, but the FX69B. So the B was a later version in a, in a different enclosure. So they had the, the old, yep. well, they had the like the 90s DoD enclosure, like the Grunge is in. Mm. And then they did the later on enclosures where um, a lot of the other pedals were in, like the Gonculator and all that, which is a slightly different looking enclosure with different button. And when they moved to that different enclosure, in the mid-90s, about maybe 96 or so, 95, 96, yeah. they moved to that enclosure. They made the DoD Grunge, well, sorry, the FX69 Grunge, changed the FX69B Grunge. Do you know what the difference is? As far as I know, nothing. All oh, right. Just the enclosure. <laughs> but there's a lot of people on the forums and stuff talking about, oh, the, the old one was the B and stuff. So now I want to do a shootout that's coming up between yeah. the original Grunge the, the FX69, the FX69B, and the Digitech one. Should we do a video like we did with the heavy metal HM2 thing, where you try and use grunge pedals for not grunge? Sure. Or is that walking on eggshells? With the no, 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 you don't, have to, you don't have to use it for grunge. I don't think it's necessarily a great grunge pedal. I think it's a cool, yeah. heavy distortion pedal. It's more of a like almost metal kind of pedal. 
It's a, but you've got to be careful with the settings because it, it goes from almost too much yep. at the lowest settings <laughs> to way too much in the fullest setting. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's kind of, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Because we did a video a while ago, which is still one of our most viewed videos. Mm. We did the, my old DoD grunge to, like, from the early 90s to original one versus the Digitech one. Mm. And there's a lot of giggling going on, and it was quite silly. We were being quite silly. <laughs> so we'll do, maybe do one a little less silly, but we do one and we throw a B in there as well. Yeah, yeah. So I just bought that. And then I bought uh, the classic tube as well. Oh, yeah? FX yeah. 54 or something like that? 53, 54? One of those. Mm -hmm. Classic tube. I bought that as well. I remember that one. Because that's, one that's one of the ones I don't have. Is that green? No, it's red. Huh. Never mind. Carry on. Green uh, with DoD green is usually the envelope filters. Ah. Um, there is uh, uh, which actually, ooh, I should really look at that as well. There was one because I've got so I've got one of the old um, what they call the original series. So if you look at the original series, which is from the from the sort of mid, not mid, from the kind of early eighties, uh, DoD, uh, I think nineteen eighty two. DoD released what they call the original series pedals. So there's like the, and usually it, most of them are two knobs. So it's that, that it kind of looks like the enclosure they had in the nineties as well, but it has two knobs on it. Yeah. And they did like the um, FX 50, which was the kind of the new take off the 250, DoD 250, but they kind of made two pedals out of the 250 because the, the DoD 250 went from fairly low gain to pretty high gain, almost fuzz. Yeah. And then they split it up into the FX50, the yellow one, and then they did the FX55, which was a distortion, which was a high gain, but it's the same circuit, basically. Gotcha. And that original series had a dark green, I think people called it Kermit green, mm. envelope filter, which was the FX25. Anyway, that same, <laughs> which is quite a sought-after envelope filter, mm -hmm. that same envelope filter then, later on, the green changed a bit and went into a different series and apparently the sound changed a little bit as well because those they're, they're quite sort of they're meant to be some of the better envelope filters like a yeah, lot right. of um, guys like Flea I think up until very recently or even still re now yeah. uses one of those old DoD um, envelope filters because they're meant yeah. to be really good um, a lot of bass players used them mm -hmm. particularly and there was one going really cheap on Facebook and I should look at that actually um, but Anyway, so uh, what was the same? Yeah, so yeah, that's one I haven't got. That's uh, there's still a few that I don't have. There's quite a few I don't have. I mean, here's hang on, I can show you. I actually made a list. These are all the DoD pedals. Are they the ones you have? Or? No, they're all the ones that were made. Exist. They're all the ones that exist. The oh, ones that have a little tick next to it are the ones I have, and the ones that have a little camera thing next to it are the ones that I made videos for. Wow. But I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. So that's all the 80s and 90s. You do have a lot of them, though. I do have a lot of them, yeah. What's that, like two-thirds at least? Probably. Well, I have most of the ones from the 90s. But now the problem is mm. there are different versions and different enclosures of the same pedals. Yeah, sure. I may have to go down that rabbit hole. Um, How fanatical do you want to get? Uh, probably too a lot. Too late now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I'm in, so... Yeah. <laughs> Um, Tunes in for the. Uh, yeah, so bought, uh, I'm back into it. For a little while, I kind of ignored the DoD thing almost, but mm. I'm back into it. And I think hopefully soon I'm going to film a bunch more videos. I usually, with the DoD stuff, I, I sit down and film 
three, four, five of them in a row, yeah, like in one sitting, and then I edit them all, and they're sort of filler videos. So whenever there's a, which is actually I just ran out of all my filler videos. Hmm. There's a little bit, you know, this is, you know, TV magic. But I did a bunch of videos. I had a bunch of DD videos, and I had a bunch of uh, hot tone X Tomp versus the real thing videos. Yeah, and I because we only had the hot tone. I think that was in like mid year that I returned that we had to give it back. It was yeah. like in May June or something that we had to give it back. It was only a, a lent to us. And I filmed a whole bunch of really quick videos, like five minute long videos, ten minute long videos max, um, of pedals that I could was sort of within reach mm. so I did a quick video of the X-Tomp at yeah. my place and then I thought while it's set up I'm just going to quickly grab a bunch of other video, other pedals that they have algorithms that are copies of those pedals and I have a few more than what I did and I should have probably done more because anybody anyway but I did a bunch of them so I did the governor yep. versus the governor which is theirs governor. and the blues breaker versus the Blues driver, whatever they called it, and the rat versus the rodent, or you know, there's that sort of stuff. Um, I did the shootouts. Um, so, but yeah, I filmed all, uh, the last one. It's funny though because mm. to me, when I watch it, I, you know, I look at it when I upload it, or when I, I mean, when I uh, make it go live, I look at the video and I go, "Oh, this was the my studio looks completely different. I didn't have amps that I have now. I didn't have guitars that I have now." Yeah. It looks completely different. I wear a jumper. <laughs> yeah, it's summer now. All of a sudden, it's summer now. Um, yeah, so yeah. there's all these kind of old videos because I film a whole bunch of them and because they're not, we're not necessarily getting paid. Like the DD stuff, no one pays us for this. This is just mm. me. I'm an idiot and, and I'm doing it. Um, so just whenever I don't get around to finishing editing a video or something like that and I go, oh, I need, I want a video out. We need a video tomorrow. There's one ready to go, done. So I'm going to sit down and do a bunch of DOD videos again and uh, um, yeah, cool. as filler videos. Mm -hmm. I think the next thing I'm going to do, but that's going to take a little longer because, and I need to talk in that too, so they're going to be longer videos, is the Digitech PDS series. But they're, they're those dual pedals. Yeah. But they're, um, the problem is I've got, I think, three that I don't have. And two of them are really expensive and really rare. Yeah. Um, so I'm a bit... Mm. Just keep an eye out. And actually, just today, uh, two the two really rare ones, there's a DoD group on Facebook. Mm. There were two people posting new pedal day, and one both of them had... One was each one of those really rare pedals yeah, sure. in the original box with everything, and they looked like brand new, basically. Yeah, right. Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny like it's totally become like full collectible stuff these days yeah well the thing is when I started doing this I started doing this very casually mm. collecting the DD stuff yeah and I thought oh, I'll do it casually whenever something comes up cheap I'll just buy it yeah and in that time since I started doing it which is probably a good decade now almost mm. um, I gradually bought a few pedals here and there you know and just gradually growing the collection uh, it's just gotten so freaking expensive now mm. And it sucks. Because, <laughs> yeah, there is, I think there's all up, there's three pedals that are really rare and are getting really expensive. And, um. So, what's the most you've spent on a DOD pedal? Oh, not much. Because you, you've been, um, like, I, scoring them, eh? I've been, I'm, I'm trying to buy them when I see them really cheap. Yeah. 
Um, so usually less than a hundred dollars mm. with shipping. Um, yes, I don't we're... like spending too much money, but um, there's three pedals. There's the uh, I think it's the FX45 analog reverb mm. DoD pedal, which is a Bucket Brigade reverb. Cool. Um, which they aren't meant to be. I think there's maybe Orion. Remember Orion or Arion or Orion? Those plastic. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, is it Orion or Arion? I don't know. Whatever they are, those plastic ones that do the chorus that a lot of people like the chorus. Mm. I think they made a Bucket Brigade reverb. Really. And DoD made a Bucket Brigade reverb, and maybe someone else too. But there aren't many, because apparently it's you use a whole bunch of. Because they're really expensive to make. Because um, the same chips that you use for like bucket brigade delays, delays, you need a whole bunch of them because it's basically lots of lots of Tiny very short delays. Yeah, sure. And they're meant to have a very different sound to them. So there's that FX45, mm. and then there's the two PDS series ones. To, and there's one of them is a reverb as well, and yeah, the right. other one is the eight second delay. Yep, remember that one. Um, they're both of them now. I've, I don't think you see them much under a grand now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they're rare. Yeah, sure. It's a and lot of money for... Yeah, that's, and yeah, I don't want to spend that much money. Nah, and the, the funny thing, so the FX45, the reverb, hmm. when it comes up on eBay or something like that, it goes very quickly and it's probably five, six hundred bucks as well. Damn. Hmm. Damn, Damn son. But they're the three that I'm, I'd really like to get. But I mean, everything else is just sort of you know, like I just bought that Grunge FX69B. You know, yeah. bought it. it's not something I necessarily, I don't go out of my way looking for it, but one came up on Gumtree here, fairly cheap. Hey, cool. And, um, you know, I just thought oh, I may as well quickly get it and done, you know. And it's kind of cool stuff, <coughs> like built solidly so you can, you can safely ship it from the other side of the country or another. The switches are a bit dodgy on the DD stuff, but um, sure. the, the pedals are, yeah, I mean. Yeah. If they've lasted since the eighties, they're not gonna. There's a good chance they're gonna, yeah, good chance they're gonna survive coming up here. Yeah. So um, yeah, so there's a, there's a bunch more that mm. I need to collect, but um, yeah, I'll do a bunch of DOD videos. If there's any particular DOD pedal videos you want to see, because it's funny, there's still like you know the 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 today again today as well on that DOD. There's two DOD groups on Facebook. And someone said, oh, "I wish someone would make a demo of this the corrosion, the FX seventy C oh, corrosion yeah. pedal." And I posted, or I wish someone would make a decent demo of this. And I answered, I commented on it saying, well, I'm not sure if you consider my demo decent, because some people don't. Yeah. Uh, but I did a video of it, and it goes, oh, cool, yeah, cool, I've never seen, yeah, thanks okay. for showing me, I've never seen that before. So yeah. lots of people don't see it somehow. I don't know if they're maybe not looking really, but... <clears throat> yeah, maybe not. There aren't too many videos of the old DoD stuff that are done relatively good sounding there's a lot with just you know iPhones with the iPhone microphone mm. and stuff um, and people complaining that they can see people's socks <laughs> when they step on the pedals like, oh don't like wearing shoes <laughs> it's like <laughs> anyway um, get away <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah so that's 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 uh, that's been my thing lately is uh, getting into buying some more DOD stuff and, and yeah nice um I really want to get my hands on as well, actually, uh, a couple of the, you know, the smaller box, um, that's sort of in a silvery kind of coppery enclosure, Marshall pedals. Cop like, coppery box. You know, they're like the sort of, that sort of silvery enclosure and they're like the, the um, 
Governor 2. And I think there's another blues breaker they do as well. And they do a jackhammer. Like the late 90s ones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I had the compressor in that. Yeah. And they do one that's like a... A name, I can't... Whatever they're called. There's a few different ones. They're pretty cheap. Yeah. They're getting more expensive now as well. Oh, really? And Because I was thinking it'd be kind of funding shootouts between the old governor and the governor 2 and mm. that sort of stuff. <clears throat> so I'm looking at those as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Lots of... Just seem to be collecting old pedals. Because new oh. pedals, a lot of people just send us anyway. Yeah, you can't really hit up. Um, I guess we're going to, uh, uh, leading into new pedals, I think uh, we're about to get a bunch of Anna sound stuff. Mm. Hey, which Alex. Be interesting. French. Uh, bonjour. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think we're getting a bunch of the reverbs, and I think that fidget spinner tremolo thing. That's cool. Um, that's We're getting a bunch of that stuff. Yeah, that's um, fun. What else is coming? There's a. Uh, what was his name? The fuzz that's coming up. Dude from Victoria? Yeah. Oh, um, escapes me too. Uh, Something with like Aussie fuzzes at the moment. They Soundbox have, Workshop. They have really cool graphics. Yeah. And this is no exception. Yeah, yeah, him as well. So if you uh, go um, to Instagram and check out Soundbox Workshop. Yeah, yeah. I think that's him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. Um, he's sending us a fuzz coming up soon but yeah cool graphics on it and oh, I don't think the actual graphics have been released yet that he sent us a photo of but other stuff he's got has got some cool graphics on it there's this um, the RS4R that looks kind of cool it's a cartoon oh, wow. sort of looking thing it's kind of graphic like novel. spaceshipy like um, graphic novel yeah sort of thing so he's sending us what was his name Armando. Excellent. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the, the fuzz he's sending us, it's, cool. I think it's a dual fuzz. Yeah, and it's got this toad on it. and I well, mean, That's why it's a stoner thing. <laughs> yeah, very stoner thing. There's a few references to uh, alternating your, your existence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um, trippy. What is it going to be called? Oh, man, there's some trippism. It's a, it's a modded color sound fuzzoir. Ah. And I chucked a tentacle green ringer type octave circuit in there, and it's switchable, and I think auto reversible. Like oh. what comes in front of what? Yeah. Uh, it looks really cool. So that's coming. What what is it called? Um, it's it's it hasn't been released yet, so you shouldn't say too much about it. But um, anyway, that's coming coming our way soon, and that'll be interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff coming. It's it's it's, and especially smaller Australian builders, which that's yeah. I always am very supportive of that stuff. Yeah. Also, hopefully, my aluminium neck parts guitar is coming mm. along soon, and there may be later in the year there may be another parts guitar build happening, because we just started talking to I think they're called Parts Caster Concierge. Yes, Parts Caster Concierge. So if you check them out on Instagram as well. Um, they make some cool, interesting-looking shapes. So they're kind of, you know, like it's a jazz master kind of shape, but slightly different. And they make this sort of um, looks like a jazz bass yeah, guitar. Yeah, jazz bass guitar. That and looks cool. This sort of non-reverse firebird thing, and they do a couple of interesting um, shapes. So I, I think we're going to start. Um, we're going to do a bit of work with them as well next year which is going to be or this year which mm. is going to be interesting 
<coughs> so yeah. few parts caster builds. And I have, I've had this thing. I mentioned this to you earlier. Yes. Weirdly, I've got this bit of a hankering for an SG. Ah yes, you want to get your Angus out. Yeah. On, out. <laughs> on, on or out. That sounds like something you can get arrested for. <laughs> yeah, well. I was at the park and got my Angus out, and then he the was police showing his Angus to my kids. <laughs> the police came, <laughs> and now I'm not allowed near the park anymore. Yes. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Anyway, so I actually tried to buy one over Christmas, and it was one of those things that went on marketplace on Facebook space or something, and um, messaged the guy, and I'm like, was it, I think it was wasn't a um, wasn't a studio. I think it was like a like a standard, but it had a maple neck like a set maple neck rather than mahogany neck oh yeah and that's weird yeah and it actually had like some, some figure to it. it had a little bit of flame and it looked really but, cool but like a rosewood fingerboard yeah yeah but just the neck with maple okay just, it's the neck and um that's like, like the uh, uh, we had it at the music shop when I worked there there was a Zach Wild um hi signature Les Paul yep and I'm pretty oh, sure it had maple the... maple necks too and it's just weird on a yeah it doesn't look right it looked cool on the SG because it was okay. it wasn't dark red. It was like this, like a natural mahogany type finish. Okay. So it wasn't like drastic colours between the okay. two, two okay. timbers. <clears throat> didn't have a bullseye on it. No, I didn't have a bullseye. <laughs> and um, yeah, this SG is cool. It had some some gorgeous. I, I can't remember what exactly what they were now. So, some high end boutique pickups in it, and all the best wire and the best caps, and been pimped out. And Ro um, Robo, Robo did it. Robo did it, yeah. Yeah, mate, me mate. Robo, he won some pickups. And yeah, mate. He, play, he can play every <laughs> solo of Slayer album, mate. <laughs> note for note. Yeah, better than you. Yeah, way better than you. And, um, yeah, I sort of chatted <clears throat> to this guy and um, he said, yeah, I can bring it to work. I work in a music shop in Brisbane and I can, you know, tee up to catch up the next day or so. I'm like, yeah, sweet, let me know. And then he went quiet for half an hour and then he wrote back his, oh, someone has already taken it. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. What was it? I it was, was really good prices, 1200 bucks. I just messaged someone the other day because I was going to buy something on Gumtree and I said, I'll take it. And he said, and I said, I'll take it if you don't mind shipping it. And he goes, yeah, that's no worries. And then I gave him all my details and stuff and he said, oh, uh, it was Saturday, I think. And then he goes, oh, um, look, after all that, I said, oh, can I grab your bank details or PayPal, you know? And... Um, he never got back to me and then he got oh yeah it was actually the uh, Marshall Governor 2 oh, yeah. that I wanted to buy and then he never got back to me over the weekend and I thought oh maybe over the weekend you know mm. and then I think on Monday he got back to me and said oh sorry salt locally which is a bit annoying but mm. it, was, it was really cheap though so but yeah because I'm sort of I'm, I'm starting to get into I want to get those uh, old Marshall pedals too. okay I'll keep an eye out uh, well, the go the governor and the um, the bluesy one. The the I think it is it a blues breaker too. I don't know blues something like too. that. <laughs> yeah. It could be that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Just cheap, you know. Yeah. If you find something really cheap, snack it up. Snack it up. Snatch it up. Mm, snacks. <laughs> snack it up. I'm getting hungry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that. So there's yeah. uh, there's a bunch of that stuff com coming. Uh, hopefully some this year. I reckon um, I want to try a few new things, maybe video wise, to a couple of different things. Actually, let's let's just throw it out there. If you're listening to it, 
what, 15 minutes into the video, into the podcast? About 15 minutes. If you're still listening. Uh, what's something you would like to see us to do? Let us know if there's any any particular kind of, even like a series of videos or mm. anything particular. What would you like us to do um, on the video side of things? I mean, the podcast is going to be mostly this, just us talking about what we're doing in the videos. And every once in a while, hopefully this year, we're going to have a couple of guests on every once in a while. But... Um, is there anything you want us to do in particular in the videos? Let us know. Yeah. Like last year we did a series on recording at home, guitar recording. By the way, we still need to do one or two more of those. Do we? Yeah, we didn't finish it. Oh, did we not? No. Huh. Okay, we did most of a series of uh, recording at home last year. And, uh, yeah, things like that, sort of concept-based series of things. Maybe we could do, we haven't really done much of this. Maybe we could do like some like ambient guitar stuff, like in stereo. Sure. Just looking over there, there's a slicer and um, you know some stereo pedals. We could look at doing like ambient sounds. Ambient, sure. Ambient sounds for beginners like us. Sure. I'm in. Yeah. Sure. Sweet. Okay. Do I have to sign up somewhere? Yep. Just where, 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 where just do I sign up? Sign next to the skull and crossbones. Oh, okay. Yes. And uh, it's all gonna happen. Excellent. Just go quietly. <laughs> <laughs> um. We could do, um, oh, we could record to tape, a cassette. We could do some tape. Oh, yeah, cassette. Well, I've been meaning to do that, actually, for a while. Um, actually, you might sell one of them, like, tape decks. Do you want to buy a tape deck? Uh, I have a tape deck. Do you want to buy another one? No, I don't for, even use the one I have. For stereo. <laughs> I think I'm going to buy this. Ah. See, that was a cool idea for, like, like those concept pills. They're just, like, the modular. Yeah. Thing, but just didn't no. work. Eh? Um, the line six. What was the series called? The line six ones with the modules that you could replace. Yeah, I don't know what they call it. Had it had a name. Um, but they had. The, I mean, I've I've used the um, delay. I don't even remember what the delay is called. Because, um, like the whole, whole idea was cool, but you still needed a housing for each module. So was, you may as well just make a pedal. So you could take the module out, but then it's yeah. Well, I think that's why it never ended up working. <laughs> uh, we did actually get contacted a while ago. Do you remember that? I think they were Dutch, a Dutch company, and they wanted us to do some beta testing on a multi effects unit. That's right, yeah. And it's a multi effects unit where, but it's all analog, and you put in it's like a modular thing, so you get a bunch yeah. of effects, and then yeah. you can make it whatever effects you want them to be in whatever order, but you actually have these things you physically click in, yeah. and it never ended up happening didn't, obviously it didn't take off because we forgot about it yeah well no, oh, no well they never got back to no me no one knows what it is um yeah like some of those things they're cool ideas but are they really practical in the real world and yeah well that's it. are they a good business idea i do know that there are there were a couple of companies that made i think maybe even red panda made some modules that f fit into the those line six pedals all right, they made really? like a bit crusher thing and some yeah. other stuff, so you can and you can actually buy the modules. Well, they're those like Euro rack things that have like tiny little SD type card type things. Well, yeah, what's the one that? Um, I think they're pedals as well, maybe. Yeah, there's a pedal thing. Uh, is that the Cooper effects or something like that? Oh yeah. And you buy like a synth, and you buy the mm. lo-fi, and mm. um, get Offset. What's her name? She makes. Oh yeah. Um, she did a bunch of videos. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I know, that, and um, it's a couple of things like that, like 
cool ideas, but well, I guess the... Um, Tone core, that's what they were called. I were yeah, looking for that. That's right. Like the... Um, what do you call them with the... They're, they're redoing those modules now, the preamp modules. Um, like the Friedman and the... Oh, Synergy. Synergy. Because yeah. that happened, like, what was the original... Echo Park. Sorry, that's the that's the delay part. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm just looking at it on there. All the original series that did all those same modules now, that now you can put into the Synergy. Oh, um, that was Randall did it originally Randall. and Egnator as well. Yep. Was well, it... Bruce Egnator is now part of the whole Friedman yeah. um, boutique amp distribution. But did that have thing. a name, all that, that stuff in the, originally? Because you can still put those old modules in the new housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. cool. So it's that kind of... It's almost like you need a company just to run with it for a long time. For yeah. If it just doesn't work in 12 months, then few people are going to end up with these modular systems that you can't swap or buy anymore. Or, and you're just, you're just stuck yeah. with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think the Tonko stuff was really cool, though, because, I mean, you can... You, can um, you don't necessarily have to switch things out. I mean, no. you just use them as a pedal. Because I know Tim Pierce loved that Echo Park pedal. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and yeah. I had the Verbzilla, which I thought was good. I had a tremolo as well, which was a tap tremolo. Mm. Excuse me. Um, I guess it's the similar um, algorithms from the, the racks on the four button stuff. Yeah, I think so, yeah. They're all just, it's condensed that, yeah. Mm. Um, hang on, I'm going to try, I'm going to... Um, I'm just messaging him right now. Oh, yeah? What do you uh, buy? Well, the one I just showed you. The tone core? Yeah. Ah, so, sale. Was it lots of money? I'm up, $65. I might message him too. <laughs> Sucker. It's down to $65, so... Um, <laughs> well, I mean, may as well talk about it, because if I'm buying it, I'm buying it before this comes out. But So the Dr. Distorto... <laughs> That's a cool name. Which is yeah, yeah. well, and, and I mean, like in in crap, all honesty as well. Behind all this was George Tripps. Yeah, true. and I mean, he's a smart man. Yeah, because I mean, he was behind the whole four button series line six stuff. I mean, he had way huge. Then that kind of stopped. Then he did line six for a while, and then he went back to now to MXR Jim Dunlop, and you know to do the way huge stuff. Way huge got way huge again. But he got way huge again. Mm. But yeah, so the Doctor Distorto, from what I can gather. It's basically a distortion pedal, but you can turn a distortion. You don't have to have the distortion. You can just use it as a like a sustainer, like the the Boss uh, Feedbacker. Yeah. But it's newer, so I guess probably a little bit better. And it also has a noise gate in it. Mm. But you don't have. But you can just use one of each things. How does a sustainer and a noise gate work? Together? Well, <laughs> they probably don't work very well together. But the yeah. distortion and that. But um, yeah, so you can you can. Um, Oh, okay. So I think you can set it to. I don't know if it's octave as in an octave. Probably the sustain goes. It's not. It's unison or an octave oh, yeah. in sustain. Um, so yeah, and I mean sixty-five dollars if it's still available. Why not? Why not make a video of it? Get rid of it. <laughs> um, yeah, and cool. you know, compare it to the Boss Feedbacker, Super Feedbacker. Mm. Yeah, um, nice. Be interesting to do. Oh, well, and I think we've come up to just about an hour now anyway, so we may as well call it a day. Um, sure. Well, that's it. Yeah, so like we said, if there's anything you want us to do video-wise, let us know. What are your thoughts? Because we kind of want to do what you guys want us to do. I mean, in the end, you guys are watching it, so let us know what you want us mm. to do. Um, also, 
this is also the time, uh, the part of the vid of the video, the part of the podcast, where we sh say a certain word that if you are listening yes. to this all the way to the end and you uh, post it uh, on Instagram or Facebook, we will send you a cookie emoji. Um, what's so what's the word for today? What Dave. <laughs> Dave. It's Dave, I reckon. Say Dave did it. Dave did it. Okay, Dave did it. Yep. And Alex is still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's funny how that's all started taking off a little bit. Yeah. Have you noticed that? People oh, keep posting, I'm Alex is still wrong. I'm st stoked at that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dave did it. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much for listening and uh, uh, yeah we'll be back with more of this nonsense soon yep props hey and there's out. a fly here there's a fly in here. I can hear you but... alright let's go now <laughs> bye see you